Oh, come on. Come on. Welcome to season two, episode two. two. I know it's exciting, and we just a couple of weeks ago had Tuesday because it was two twenty two, two thousand twenty two on a Tuesday, and now here we are, season two, episode two. I'm excited. I, you know, I think that it is important to have a disclaimer on this episode. There's lots of disclaimers on this that episode. we talked about some things that. Could be when we're, you're going into it thinking, oh, what are they going to say? They're going right. to get political. We do not get political. We do not get political. We do not um, take a hard stance on anything. Nope. One side or the other. But I do. I do have to think. I do have to say that I think you know we are both middle of the road people. Yeah, I'm very middle of the road. Especially on this episode, I might not be middle of the road in my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, no, but I'm I, pretty middle of the road. Right? Yeah, I'm no, I think that you know because I I think life is all about balance. I think so too. Yeah. You know what else it's about? Goats. Goats. Don't. And like, we give me have, your phone. <laughs> we have so many goats. Okay, on this I'm episode. hoping that this episode does not get pulled down and flagged oh for. Oh, my God. Listen, just a taste of what you're in for. Oh. Yeah, he does that way more than he should, and ladies honestly, and gentlemen. I feel like this is my favorite. Manish.stl at gmail.com. Send us all of your comments and thoughts about how. Shane has an unhealthy relationship with goats. Also, as a um, as a contest, if our listeners would take a short video of themselves making goat sounds and put them on our Facebook page, we would appreciate. I that. think that's a fantastic, that is a fantastic idea. idea. And that can you, we do a gift just when I thought you couldn't do anything <laughs> dumber, <laughs> you go and totally <laughs> redeem yourself. <laughs> so, can we do a gift card for our winner with the best goat noise? No. Well, I was hoping. I mean, maybe. That. <laughs> Take out that metronome there. Oh, do I got? I got doodads. <laughs> you got to put that right up to your mic. Hold. This is how we're gonna start off the episode this week. <laughs> What a great way to start. What a great way to begin an episode. You know, we right needed there. a laugh. We sure we needed did. a laugh. We we did. We absolutely and, uh, needed a laugh today. That was that that did the trick. And when in doubt, go with screaming goats. Always, if you're not sure what to do or how to even lighten up a party, screaming goats. Screaming goats is the way to go. Or where it's at. Hold on. Well, you know what? While we're doing that, screaming goats. Oh, I mean, honestly. Are you just like <laughs> hold on? There's this one. Ten hours of screaming goats. Is that what it is for ten hours? 
so I want to know, like, do goats really do that? Hold on. Here's 64 of them. One goat. <laughs> Four goats. <laughs> oh. oh my god i love me i love goats i'm yeah. sorry yeah goats are my favorite yeah uh-huh. it definitely it definitely brings a level of uh idiocracy to an otherwise tense situation oh, oh hold on one more thing, one oh, more thing. okay we're gonna get flagged for this <laughs> hold on it's gonna drop Oh, oh we're totally getting flagged by the goat farmers <laughs> and by Rakisha, whoever Rikisha? that person is. Rakisha? That I don't was Taylor know. Swift. So you know what my <laughs> kids used at the dinner table tonight? What phrase they used? What phrase did they was use? Was they said, Oh, here goes some tea. Oh, my kids use that all the time. They're like, like oh, what spill is the tea. that? Yeah, like, oh, let's get the tea. Well, sips tea while they listen to the gossip. Right, yeah. I I put my pinky up, too, when I did that. Oh, my God. Like, I... Paige, my daughter, says that all the time. She'd be like, what's the tea, Dad? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah. And I ha- I take pride in the fact that I don't know. If you don't know, now you know. Right. I don't want to know, though. That's the thing. Well, you don't want to know the tea? I don't want to know <clears throat> the phrase tea. Why? You don't because. want to be cool. Well, you're, I wouldn't consider you a relevant and cool person. Right. And I'm like, so here's here's the deal. The world is absurd. And the more you're that I can absurd. separate myself from the world. I mean, that's what the Bible says. You're like an elitist. Is that, is that <laughs> I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. So I'm just trying to be a Christianly person. No, you're just an elitist jerk. <laughs> that's nothing to do with your <laughs> with your faith. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought that that was a new one on me, but clearly you were aware. (laughs) Crystal was aware. My wife was aware. You know what tonight needs? It needs some Nutter Butters. It needs some Nutter Butters. I'm opening more Nutter Butters. butters. I love me some Nutter Butters. If you're you're listening, hit us up, manish.stl at at gmail.com. Tell us your favorite snack. Oh, I thought you were going to say send us some Nutter Butters. Oh, send us some Nutter Butters, too. Okay, see, you can't do that. You can't, These are like, delicious. This is my second thing of Nutter Butters tonight. It's been a stressful night for me and Jason. It's been a little bit stressful. Well, <sighs> but we thought our friend was dead. Right, we did, but he's not. Turns out he's just a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but we feel better now, Yeah. and we listen to some screaming goats. <laughs> That kind of made it all better, honestly. Right, it really did. So I w- I want to get your thoughts on some of these news articles. I like I'm ex- I don't mean to jump the gun. Well, you did ahead of our open opening banter, okay. but I really do want to get your thoughts on some of these. Okay. And I for the first time in a while I'm like really excited about. Right. I got one more request though. Oh God. <laughs> do you know who do you know who also likes screaming goats? Who? It's my wife. Crystal. 
Yes. I know you're you're she one of does, our faithful she listeners. Does you're really welcome. Like screaming goats. I had a conversation with her today about, about screaming goats. The parallels of my relationship with her and who she is in my <laughs> life, and the and the relationship that I have with you and who you are in my life. Right. You you mentioned something that too when we were arguing earlier today. Both of you. I need to I need to know whether I'm listening to your problems or solving your problems. Like I've got to figure that out. I feel like that's entirely unfair considering the conversations we've had today. Because sometimes you just want mm. to like me to listen, and then other times you want me to solve. Sometimes you don't. You're not a good listener. Okay, but what I did today in talking to you. What do you mean? About my problem. Yeah. And I wanted your perspective on something. Yeah. I said. I want your thoughts on this. You did. You did. What was my response to you? Hold on. I want you everybody to hear that, this. You <laughs> said, you said, it sounds like cancer. <laughs> and why did I say that, Jason? Because I said that to you when you were freaking out over nothing. I had a large nodule <laughs> of my abdomen, and I thought it was that a hernia. That is the butter butter talking right now. <laughs> I thought it was a hernia, and the doctor's like, that's highly suspicious. We should take a look at that. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Right. Zip. Right. Because you're a hypochondriac. <laughs> I am. And you need to calm down. And so you calm down when you got a big protrusion out of your. <laughs> I, I abdomen. had a hernia. That's why I called you. And hey. I was like, hey, it's okay. It's not a big deal. We but, can figure well, it out. Well, at that point in time, my doctor's like, this is not a hernia. Correct. No, he. I don't think they said that. It was like, I don't think it's a hernia. I don't know. Yeah. And then I said, it sounds like cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like legitimately freaked out. And he's like, well, man, that sounds like cancer. I'm like, I, I know. Why. No, you said, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm so glad we have a podcast together, Shane. I am too. Like, this, was a, this was a game changer for me. It, well, okay. I'm, I'm. Just happy to be here with I you. I realize I've just been eating nutter butters in this microphone for the past ten minutes. Right. I'm gonna just be silent while you eat, and then when you're done, we can start our podcast. Do you have a problem with people who eat like that? Yes. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I have my son. Yes. My younger son Riley. He'll sit down behind you, and I'll. So generally, and I'm sure you've seen a Marco Polo's. When I eat, I'm usually in the living room, sitting on the floor at the, at the coffee table, and Riley will sit on the couch behind me, and they'll go. Oh my god! I like oh, I would lose it. Oh, we do. We're like, like seriously, man. No, I like like I would lose it. Like, there's no way that he could ever eat in my house again. <laughs> like, I cannot stand it. I'm like, how old are you? Oh my god! If you are over the so age funny. of one, you should know to not do that. Yeah. Control yourself. We should go to dinner, us and our wives. Why? Talking about okay, all the time. I'm, I'm not going to be able to handle you doing that. <laughs> like and I'm the gonna, whole time. I'm, I'm going to take your Nutter Butters. <laughs> and I'm going to throw them in the field. we have Butters at dinner? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything for you, sir? You know what? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Pulls now. out Nutter Butters right. from his pocket. He's fine. <laughs> sir, this is a five-star restaurant. Well, you guys don't have Nutter Butters, so sorry. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. Is that the last Here's of the them? trash. Thank you. <laughs> See how annoying it is. <laughs> uh, All right. So, article number one. We got three articles that I wanted to highlight. More Americans, hey Jason, than ever. 
Do we have a guest tonight? Are afraid of the dark. I wasn't even going to go there. I'm, I'm just asking. I just I wasn't even going to go there. We don't. It's just me and Jason. Yeah, it's just the tonight. two of us. But we have our topic that we're going to talk about. Just and I think it's going to be a fruitful topic. Fruitful? Yeah, yeah. Okay. More Americans than okay. ever are afraid of the dark, experts say. Here's why. Are you scared of the dark, Shane? No. That is one thing I'm actually not scared of. <laughs> <laughs> Of all the things in the world. As often as you trip and fall, <laughs> and as many things as you are scared of, the dark is not one of them. It seems not like that would be prime place for you to freak out. No. Not at all, sir. Are your kids scared of the dark? I don't think so. I don't think anybody in my house is necessarily scared of the dark. So one of the things they said is that uh, fear is triggered by a real or a perceived threat. The global pandemic, which we're going to talk about tonight, has evoked much uncertainty in different as- aspects of our life. So what they're saying is that an estimated 11% of adults were already struggling with fear of the dark before the pandemic. And experts say COVID has made matters worse. Thank you, COVID. Thanks a lot, COVID. Yeah. China. Right. I... Yeah, overcoming fear of the dark and get more sleep by helping your children overcome theirs. So I think it's important, you know, you get plenty of rest, you get plenty of sleep. And I agree. You know, we did have my uh, my son when he was little, he was scared, not of the dark, but he was scared of the shadows in his room. (laughs) And I had to explain to him that you can make the shadows go away by just flipping on the light. Legitimately, one time, speaking of shadows, there mm-hmm. was a shirt in my closet when I was little. Because uh, I mean, when I was little, yeah, I was scared of the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a um, a shirt shadow, and I swore it was Satan. <laughs> Listen, I also I also grew up in a home that was a wee bit. Uh, did your Did your parents spiritual. reinforce that and say it is? You need to. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much how that went oh, down. Wow. But I remember all night just being like Jesus. <laughs> Make that shirt go away. I trust you. And it starts to move. That if Satan stays there all night, that you've got my back. Or did you seriously think that and pray that? Hmm? Oh, wow. I mean, I got that's, no sleep the next That's time. significant. By the time I woke up or I fell asleep, then it was like time to get up for the next morning. Wow. And then and then we had to watch Jack Van Empey or something like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the recommendations that it gives in this article is stop thinking of the dark as a scary thing. Like okay. that, <laughs> like I feel like. Wow. You've got to, I know, right? It's like. <laughs> I bet that guy makes a lot of money. Right. Hey, are you afraid of heights? Don't think of heights. Don't is think of scary. heights is scary. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's great. So the other thing too that it talks. Real quick, oh, I think ahead. you might need to back away from your mic a little bit, actually, for uh, once. I need to back away. All right, is this better? Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think you're good. Okay. So blue light trouble. So it talks about nighttime routine. Okay. Blue light. Do you have a blue light filter on your phone? No. I don't think so. Do you so. know about blue light? No. Like you have, I know that they got those blue light glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like blue light. Apparently it like triggers like stay awake in your brain. And so oh, you can, you can turn on the filter on your phone to where it eliminates blue light. Really? And so in the evening when you're looking at your phone, apparently it helps calm you. You know what I like to turn on on my phone? We're so getting flagged. 
Hold on, hold on. This is the Beebs. Who? The Beebs. Who is Justice Beaver? This is way too long of an intro to it get to really, the goats. It really is. They should have thought that through. Do you know this song, though? No, I don't know yes, this song. Do. No. Hold on. Hold on. Uh. I'm sorry, people. If, hang on. Hang in with there with us. Give it just another this minute or so. Stuff. We will get past the goats. Hold on, and hold we on. will continue with the podcast. Right here. It's still not... You're going to get this episode flagged and pulled down And then our guest who was scheduled to be with us tonight Is like, see, you get flagged and pulled down when I don't join you We won't get flagged All right, you have to have a listener threshold (laughs) Who's listening, really? I mean, Crystal, please don't turn us in All right, man left screaming, crying, and throwing up at scandalous price of breakfast roll. I mean, that sounds like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't make them like they used to. The man from Jefferson County, Missouri. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, It's a little close to home. (laughs) No, the man from Dublin. Dublin. Dublin, Ireland, which... I got to say, there's an Irish shop uh, locally here, and it is quite the place. I really like really? it. Yeah. Where's that at? Yeah, it's in Kirkwood, and okay. I think that we should try to see if we can make them a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, after they, they listen to this one. No, they, no, I was. Oh, you guys are the goat people. <laughs> right, right. I like my goats. Um so no, we I was uh, we were hanging out in Kirkwood, daughter's birthday. Oh yeah. And I went across Happy the street because I'm like, oh. Uh, I was like, I need to, you know, I want to check that place out because I had no idea what it was. Then I was like, oh, it's an Irish shop. And so it had all things Irish. Cool place. That's kind of cool. There's a there's a place in St. Charles that's like a like an England English type shop. That's kind of neat. And they have like Scottish and Irish stuff, too. Oh, cool. Yep. Cool. Uh, So this guy (laughs) ordered a sub uh, which contained nine fillings. But he left, which I don't know, like nine fillings. I got to stop looking up this British stuff because I'm like, I don't like what is nine fi- like nine. We're going to need some Google Translate right. here. <laughs> but he was left screaming, crying and throwing up. Oh, screaming like. Oh, hold on. No. And forking <laughs> after forking out seven, ten pounds, I guess. I don't know. There's really no way to convert this. So I don't know how much he was charged and how much. How much was it again? Paid. Uh, it was like, well, it's right there. It's se- seven, seven, ten, and I don't know. You know what I'd say if somebody euro, charged me that much for for that? What would you say? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that one right there. All right. <laughs> so one person said, "What's in this caviar?" Absolutely scandalous. There scandalous. Were nine fillings. There was nine items. Two sausages, two rashers, two puddings, two eggs, and a hash brown, which is pretty standard. Ha, 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 is what he said. <laughs> Hold on. What is their pudding? Their pudding is something different. I, I think it's like a bread like a bread pudding. So this is all in like one big thing? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a picture of the roll. It's like it's, yeah, it's like a breakfast roll. 
It's oh. like I think it's like a breakfast burrito. Except theirs are probably theirs have pudding in them. Right, apparently. Okay. <laughs> and then another uh wrote on his Twitter page, Jesus wept. Did Gordon <laughs> Ramsay make it? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Oh my god, that is good. Yeah. So oh. watch out for the price of breakfast rolls. Do you I, I'm a big fan of breakfast burritos and such. Oh, are you? Yeah, Sonic has a really good one hmm. that I've enjoyed. Good for you. Um Irish pudding, white pudding, oatmeal pudding, or mealy pudding is a meat dish popular in Ireland, Scotland, Northumberland, Nova Scotia. White pudding is broadly similar to black pudding, which does not include blood. It just looks like weird. Oh, there yeah. you go. It looks like a sausage patty. Yeah, it looks like a sausage patty. Hmm. All right, this last one I am especially when I heard, so I I didn't find this story on my own. Okay. I heard about it and then I was like, "Oh, I need to <laughs> I need to look oh, into okay. this." Okay, I know which one you're talking about now. Okay. So, apparently, if you're an adult that has a peanut allergy, <laughs> they can reduce your response to peanuts right. so that you can consume more peanuts. Say, Jason, how can they do that? With a fecal transplant. <laughs> a fecal transplant. <laughs> and according to this study, some people at the beginning of the study, they could have like two peanuts and then they would have a reaction. After this study of having fecal transplanted into them, yeah. you know how many peanuts they could have? Two. Like three. <laughs> before they before they had you a know reaction. What? I kind of could go for a peanut or two, <laughs> but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, you're in luck. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they were the study enrolled 15 adults with severe peanut allergy. At the start of the trial, each had an allergic reaction to less than, okay, I'm sorry, not two peanuts, less than half a peanut. <laughs> the first 10 participants took 36 what they call poop pills. Poop pills. Over a three-hour period. After one month, 30% could safely consume 100-milligram dose of peanut, which is half a peanut. So. I don't. It didn't really affect them. That's, okay. Some of them. A couple of problems with this. Like, probably because your body is so sick at this point. Yeah, I don't understand how this would work. Doo-doo. Yeah, I don't know how. Oh, here it says 60% raised their peanut threshold beyond 300 milligrams by month four. So it means that instead of half a peanut, they could have a peanut and a half. So here's my question. Who was sitting there thinking like, we need to solve this peanut allergy crisis, but I don't know what to do. You know what we should try? Right. And then his partner in the lab was just like, dude. We've got all this stuff sitting here. (laughs) What should we do with it? (laughs) Well, Marty and the backs had diarrhea all day long. (laughs) We need to do something with it. So how would how would (laughs) you put it in the pills? (laughs) How would you feel being the hypochondriac that you are? Oh, my God. Like if you had a condition, a medical condition, they said, hey, we can solve this for you. Mostly kind of a little bit. You just have to take this pill. And knowing that that's what was in the pill, well, could you do it? No, right. It'd be like not no. a chance. What if you had a protrusion that you <laughs> thought was cancer? What if it was cancer, and that protrusion would go away for a day? No, right. Yeah, because that's what this is equivalent to. Right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. 
I was just like, wow, I need to tell Shane about this to see what you would say. And that's kind of what I thought. So our topic for tonight. Okay. All right. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for Shane's behavior. You know what? I'm sorry. And thank you for hanging in there. Oh, did someone text you? Yeah. Are we going live? And are they saying, please stop? <laughs> please stop. Playing please stop. the <laughs> goats? Um, you know how you feel about bears? Mm. That I is do. how I feel about goats. I have gotten more bear articles <laughs> Brian posted. Brian sent me a picture of Nutter Butters. <laughs> Did you say something? Oh, I guess he saw our live. Oh, uh, there you okay. go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I love there Brian. You go. Brian's the best. He is the best. I, I think we need to have him back here. We we do soon, but here's my question. Okay, a couple things, Brian, because I think Brian listens. Where, hey, so, yeah, where we're did up you get all two. those Nutter Butters? Uh, that's a lot. Let me two, see that again. Two, can that's you hook, a lot of Nutter you Butters. guys up? Like, when you come to do the next podcast with us, Brian, bring some of those Nutter Butters, my friend. Yeah, I want to hear his story. I think we should have oh him back gosh, and hear yeah. his story. Absolutely. I think we should. Manish can take a serious... We, it, it would a, be serious a serious evening, video. but I don't know. Like, you're not going to be able to play any goats that night <laughs> and no bear stories. Well, with his permission, I would like to play have one goat scream Okay. before it gets serious. <laughs> what happened <laughs> when you were over there fighting for our country? Was it like this? <laughs> Was it like this? Ah! And then he yeah. walks out. Like and then I he walks out. And talk to these guys again. Right, right. That's exactly what I do. No, so we're going to talk about COVID tonight. Do you feel what? like we are... At the end of COVID. Yes, I do. I, I kind of do, too. I feel like, um, and this isn't like a political thing or anything like that. I feel like after watching the State of the Union the other night, mm. that I feel like they kind of declared an end to COVID. Really? Yeah, I, I hope that it's over. Yeah. My, my only fear is that, like, it's over now, but it's coming back. You know, like there's yeah. another, there's, there's always going to be a new variant. Or new variant. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about that. So, so let's talk a little bit about when COVID first happened. When COVID first came on the scene, where were you when you first like heard about COVID? And what was like, what did you do? What was the first thing or what, what was the first thing you were thinking? So... I really didn't think much of it because you know how like in the news all of a sudden you'll hear like, oh, random weird disease found in like right, right, Switzerland right, right. or whatever. And you're like, and that's just kind of how I brushed it off when I, like you first heard about it. But the first time I really, really heard about it to where I was like, oh, this is a thing. I was actually traveling mm-hmm. and I was in Ohio. Oh, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah. And I had a layover in Chicago mm-hmm. on my way home. And the shuttle driver was taking me to the airport and he was listening to whatever news and he goes right oh did you hear they found a case of that new whatever what were they calling it then was it just they were coronavirus 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 yeah right he's like sars covid 19 yeah he's like they found a case of that corona thing like at the chicago airport and i'm like oh great great one more thing for me to worry about but it wasn't dark so (laughs) so you're okay (laughs) so I actually can I just ask what are some of the things you are scared of? Oh, we're going to talk about that in a later episode. Oh, okay, yeah, All right. but darn near everything. <laughs> can you can you can you list just one thing? Trash um, cans. <laughs> <laughs> Heights is a big one. Oh yeah. Heights is a big one. Oh, escalators. So we've talked about that. All right, go on. I wasn't going to let that one out, but thanks. Now everybody knows I'm a freak. Right. 
I don't think it was that. <laughs> I think they knew. It was the goats. Right. Um, I, so then I, my flight ended up getting delayed yeah. there anyway, and I had to come back home, so I was super relieved. But then, like, right after that, it became more, that's when it started becoming more and more of, like, a serious topic. Like, hey, we need to talk about this. And then right. I still wasn't really concerned about it. But then all of a sudden, like, we get emails at work, and they're like, get out of the office now. Like, it was almost like it felt like a panic. It felt like yeah. um, they were basically just like, take everything you can and get out of the office and don't come <laughs> back in until further notice. And I'm like, okay. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was, I remember I was at a training. So, I mean, it was like we were hearing about it and everything. And we were hearing about people like stockpiling food right and because because stuff was going to shut down right and so i remember i was at a training i was out of town i was overnight and i went to the grocery store and and we were in you know obviously we live in a more metro area and so like there was a run on like grocery store stuff you know so i was like well i'm out of town and people aren't freaking out here so i'm just going to get a bunch of groceries so i remember my wife made me a list (laughs) of like stuff that is like non-perishable to like get right because we're just like you know we're going to continue to try to buy stuff while they have it but if they don't like we want to have backup right so i got it and i you know i had like my trunk full of like two hundred dollars worth of non-perishable groceries right went to the training the next day and i remember of course you know i work with foster kids and so i remember emails going around and i remember somebody had emailed me saying hey are we able to like not see kids? Like, what are we? Do? Are we going to not oh, send yeah. workers? And I remember like saying at the time, like, you still have got to go see these kids. Like, you gotta, you know, like, like no, we're not right. going to do. But then, like that next day, or maybe even later that afternoon, there was directions on how we're going to assure safety without having to be in the home. And I'm like, whoa, wow. that escalated quickly. Yeah, like, and it was. It's like all of a sudden overnight. I mean, it was like on a dime that right. everything came to a grinding halt. I mean, right. I it was within like 48 hours. Yeah. Stuff was all shutting down. Yeah. It was crazy. And I like I was just thinking like what in the world? Yeah. It's bizarre. It felt it felt very much September 11th ish. Yeah, I yeah, I would agree with that. It yeah. was like it was totally crazy. So what what changed for you? Like once all the kind of the panic set, you know, <laughs> So like what what kind of changed? We wanted to be very cautious because um, my wife has asthma. Yeah. My son has asthma and like severe like breathing issues and stuff like that. And he has some autoimmune ish type stuff. Mm -hmm. So we were like, you know what? We want to be very careful about this. Um, We don't know what's going on here. And it seemed very panicked. Yeah. So we kind of took a stance at the beginning. We're like, okay, school shut down. Because literally it was all all in that same day. Yeah, because we were on spring break like that. Like, because I want to say it was like Thursday, Friday. And then that next Monday we went on spring break. Yeah. And then it was during that week that we found out, oh, school is not coming back. Right. So ours actually was the opposite. We were, I think we had already had spring. Or no, uh-huh. we weren't on spring break yet. Yeah. Because um, it was like beginning of March, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was right out two years ago. Yeah, so right when I got the email from work, like, hey, you're working from home, you know, and then my kids came home and they're like, yeah, we're not going back to school. <laughs> like, yeah. so we got in, like literally all within like the day, I think. Yeah. So it felt very whatever. So we were like, okay, so what are we going to do with this? Right. We want to be careful. We were a little bit freaked out because of everything that was being said. Right. So we, we my oldest daughter, who was still in high school at the time, we were like, all right just don't work like yeah. just 
we'll cover your insurance and yeah. all that. Like, just don't work. Like, we'll give it 30 days and we'll see what, what's going to happen here, you know, because it was like two weeks to slow the spread kind of thing. Right, right, right. And, yeah. And then after that 30 days. Still slowing the spread. Yeah, so so yeah. how long did it take you to, like, get back <clears throat> to normal life? So it's for that first month, all of March yeah. literally felt like very, it felt very September 11th ish. Mm -hmm. It felt very just like something just felt right. off in the air. Um, but after that time, and again, I'm not a COVID, like we're not COVID deniers. Right, right, right. Yeah, like no, I, like yeah, we I know think COVID it's, I, yeah, I think real. it's real. And I think, yeah, yeah, like I've known people that have died. And, right. Yeah. So we obviously are still going to take it seriously and, right. and everything like that. So this is not like a COVID denial thing or whatever. We're going to get flagged. This episode's going to be taken <laughs> down. Goats and COVID. Oh my God. Goats and Justin, <laughs> Justin, what's his name? Justin, Justin Bieber. 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 So funny you say that. A and buddy Lakeisha, of mine, a buddy of mine has a beaver for his dog, uh -huh. like a beaver toy. And he calls it Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, at the end of that 30 days, we just kind of started looking around and then we started reading news and, and things like that. And we're like, okay, well, we still don't want to get this thing, but we're at a point now where we feel like this isn't a good life for us. Like right. for mental health reasons. Oh yeah. Like I think I, yeah. Like yeah. I remember the first time me and you saw each other was in April. Oh yeah, didn't we? It was a drive by yeah, we something, did. and we I did like, a drive by I, together. We're pretty street <laughs> like that, and 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 I ran up and hugged you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so we had a drive. I'm like, oh, I bet Shane's freaked out. I'm gonna Crystal give him a hug. Was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did a drive by uh, birthday thing at the beginning of April for my daughter's birthday, right. my youngest daughter's. And I wonder if COVID did affect drive-bys. <laughs> like, I wonder if they're like, you know, six feet, six feet. You know, I wonder if that, like, in like person we'll get them after this went is down by 90%. Right, right. But drive-bys went up. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I remember that. So we had that. And that was about the time we were like, okay, something's got to give. Right. So we were like, Okay, like we started slowly getting because I remember the first few times we started doing the grocery orders and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. We like we were yeah we were those people. We were like, all right, we're gonna go by the book here. Yeah, and then after a while, because it's not good for my anxiety because I'm already yeah. I already have like legitimately enough phobia. You're nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about this, you got a cigarette? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I would go out to the store and I'd come home and like be like, all right, I'm gonna get a shower, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I eventually was just like. This is not okay. Right. For, for us. So we got to like figure that. out how to, yeah. So then we're like slowly like, all right, Paige, you know, you, she wanted to see her boyfriend. We're like, right. And like, then we started taking drives and we're like, hold on. Like there's a whole world <laughs> still going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Lowe's was full up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So we're like, okay. So then we start doing a little bit more research and, and we're like, okay, we want to be careful, but we're at a point now where we're like, we can't. We can't do this. Anymore. Yeah. Well, I think I think what it is is it's like what's the lesser of the evils. You know, right. it's like there's a downside to every right. decision that you make about this. So right. it's like at some point, what's the tipping point? That you're like, okay, this is now doing more harm than it is good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And again, if somebody else has decided for them, like we had to stay inside. Good right. for you. Right. Like, right. That's right. great. Yeah. Like, so yeah. we did get to a point where we're like, okay. We're, we're, you know, we're going to start trying to get back to as much normal as we could. We were respectful with like right. companies that required masks, things like that. 
Um, so that was kind of the tipping point. We gave it about 30 to 60 days and we were like, okay, we need to get back to normal now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we just, yeah. we need to get back to as normal as possible. Yeah. Do you remember April of 2020? Um, so for those that don't know, I'm on staff here at our church, associate pastor, <laughs> and our fearless leader, Bob Poley, is our lead pastor. At the time, we had a brand new youth pastor. We did. And he is fantastic. Yeah, he's great. I say, Josh is great. But, and he was, and he was great when he first started. Right. But there was a time that Bob was like, okay, we're not going to be able to have Easter in person. So (laughs) we need to make it a big deal. And so I remember like just being at the church of like, oh, well, of course we'll be in person for Easter. But then like we weren't. No. And so what we did was we decided to do like some special live stuff on Easter. Right. In addition to the live, you know, to the cert, to broadcasting from, you know, the sanctuary and everything. And so we went to a cemetery <laughs> and we shot some like sunrise service type videos. And Pastor Josh was nominated. Voluntold, nominated. It was his hazing. It was his hazing <laughs> to sing <laughs> because he lives. And so if you go to the church website or the church Facebook page, Grace Union Church Facebook page, and scroll back to April of 2020, you will see a, a very nice, a very nice sunrise service, some great words by Pastor Bob. We did communion. And then you'll see Pastor Josh lead us in song. And I don't think it's coincidence that <laughs> Pastor Josh has not been asked to sing again since that time. <laughs> but the fact that he hung on there and right. is still with us, I think that's notable. We appreciate you. Right. No, we do. No, I th- I think, um, I mean, we were, it was really nutty yeah. for us. And it was just like, what is going on? Right. And I like, we did the Instacart thing once. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not doing that again because it was... Because I do have a little bit of anxiety about where my, like, I get all of my perishable stuff the very last thing yeah, at the grocery store. And so I'm like, because I'm consuming it, I don't know what someone else's standards are. Maybe they go and they get the beef, and then they just, like, set it there in their cart, and then they go get everything else, and it's been sitting unrefrigerated. Yeah. And so I'm like, I just can't do this. So we did the Instacart thing once, and the rest of it was, like, everybody stayed at the house. I went out, and I did all the grocery shopping, Yeah. all that kind of stuff. <coughs> but, you know, I mean, eventually you kind of get to where you feel more comfortable with it. What are some things from COVID that were good and that you hope stay? And I'll give you two that come to my mind. You want to go with your two first? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you have some ready? No, go ahead. Okay. <coughs> so one... Washing your hands when you get home. That is something that like, I think it's good. That's oh, a yeah. good, that's Absolutely. a good, that's a good habit. I did that before. And I, well, I'm sure you did, but <laughs> most Americans probably didn't. Freeze. And yeah. And so like washing your hands as soon as you get home, I think that's a good thing. Um, and then the other thing is hand sanitizing stations at gas pumps. Like that was something that, that was we necessary saw. for a very long time. Yeah, that was something we saw. But you know what the sad thing is? Is it starting to go away? I was again? just going to say they're starting to go away. It's starting to go away. I they wish that was something that we would. Yeah. We would kept. Is there anything that you would that you picked up <laughs> that or that you observe society picking up that you hope continues? I would say the hand washing thing. 
And honestly, this is going to sound a little cheesy. I feel like at the beginning of COVID, it was one of those times where we were actually united as a country again. Yeah, I think, yeah. <clears throat> I think that there was something to that with yeah. people being like, oh my gosh, like we're here for each other. Like, yeah. Um, in some aspects, in some yeah, aspects, that's right. yeah, people, it, it didn't last long, right? But it was there for a little bit. Once somebody ran out of toilet paper, that all went to the yeah. You so remember the, actually, the toilet paper rush? The toilet oh paper gosh. rush. It, it showed the best and the worst about us, right. as As uh, I guess Americans, right. I don't right. know, because on one on one hand, <laughs> was toilet paper, <laughs> right? And on the other hand, somebody had to use their hand now, right? <laughs> um, Coffee uh, filters <laughs> were a good substitute. We had like. 400 coffee filters. My, Never had to use them. My, the first time my dad came over, he had, um, and he wrote on it, cough, but spelt it C-O-U-G-H or whatever, uh-huh. filter, and he had a coffee filter with a rubber band, <laughs> and he had it over his face. I'm like, really? Of course he did. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there were people who were there for each other. Right. Like never before. Oh yeah, some of those videos of like the medical people and stuff. Yeah. This was all for like man, yeah. that was like inspiring videos. Yeah, they were really good, but then it quickly kind of got overshadowed by by people like panic buying. Right, right, right. Too, which is yeah. like okay, what are you gonna do yeah. there? So yeah, it was it was great. You know what I what I will say too. Not again. I don't want to get political, but like what's going on right now in the world with like Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, like that is something too that in. Our country, it like seems to be like everybody agrees, right? Which just doesn't come up, does doesn't happen very often to where right. everyone agrees on something, exactly. You know, to where it's just like, oh, like this is bad or this is good. Like you just everybody, it's so divided, yeah. That uh, but like this is one of those things that, and, and I remember like, you know, as everything has been unfolded, because we're still in the, you know, this has been what one week after the invasion, right? So it's like. You know, even a week into it, it's like there's still kind of this united narrative of like this is not okay. Right. Like there's a there's a few disagreements on like our response or stuff, but but for the most part, it's like you know Everybody's everyone's united saying this yeah. is bad. <clears throat> and I just remember thinking like it's been a long time yeah since something has happened to where it's like everybody agrees like you know yeah and that was like the the bad and the good like obviously nothing about like september 11th was good but right. the day after yeah like like it, there like was you, an like article september 12th like right. you felt like there was a unity there right like and it's kind of sad that it takes things like that for us to recognize right. things right and i mean to be totally honest with you and this isn't like picking one political side or the other um but i watched the state of the union the other night and i was right. disappointed in both sides of the aisle because sure. i felt like everybody was like clapping for themselves and booing right. booing for the other person on both sides of the aisle. Right. <clears throat> and the whole thing I kept thinking is we're not supposed to do this. Right, right. Like obviously it's okay to have differing opinions and like different, you know, sets of things that you think through and stuff like that, but like we become so childish on yeah. things. So those things bother me. So like when I see people coming together and like like legitimately like it was some some of it was just so great like people taking groceries to people people yeah. like sacrificing some of the stuff like oh i've got this i've got a little extra here let me yeah. help you or, or whatever yeah the people standing <laughs> on their porches banging pots and pans and singing music together yeah that lasted like a month <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it was like you know like why are you buying so much toilet paper right. you know i mean it was just like i'm gonna kill you i mean it was just right it did not Take long, but you know, I think that we are doing our small part, yeah, to unite this country. I think so, and I just think that if more people tuned into us, that they would feel united. I because I so. feel like we're a polarizing people because they I might unite and hate against us. I think, and they're definitely going to unite. 
they're definitely going to unite and hate against you. I don't think so. <laughs> so, actually, I had a couple questions for you. All right, go for it. What did you... This is going to sound horrible. Did you enjoy anything about the beginning of COVID? Um, did I enjoy anything about it? Is there anything that you miss about... Not like, oh, my, we were all unified and stuff like that. But personally, in your life, you're like, oh, I miss this part of COVID. Mm, I don't I, think so. When I say mine, you're going to be like, oh, I agree. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I do think that it felt good to be able to kind of lead my family through it. Yeah. Because like, cause my kids were nervous about it. Crystal was nervous about it. Right. And... I'm like kind of a political talk junkie. Mm -hmm. And so, and especially was back at that right. time. And so there was actually a few people that I like listened to that kind of predicted it. Right. And I thought that they were a little bit nuts. Right. But when stuff started happening, I was like, oh. oh so I felt up, yeah. like I kind of was ahead of it in a way. Right. And so that helped kind of temper my family's response. So, I mean, I guess, I guess feeling fulfilled for my family. Okay. Is one thing that I, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. What do you got? There was a meme that went around in 2021 that said, can we go back to the Tiger King portion of quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> I remember this is where COVID kind of changed a lot for me. Everything slowed down. Everything slowed yeah. down. And I was, I felt like I was going a hundred miles an hour, like yeah. with just everything in life. Yeah. And I just remember being so calm yeah like and just that like peace like i woke up i mean i was working from home right but like we weren't rushing around to do anything i legitimately did get into tiger king which is yeah. just really weird yeah <laughs> and that that would not have been as successful if it weren't for COVID. Oh, if it wasn't for yeah. covid that thing would have not take taken off yeah they would have netflix would have never financially recovered right from that. <laughs> <laughs> um so just that whole part of it where it just felt like everything slowed down. Yeah. And like, I, yeah, I can see that. I didn't have anything to do. And yeah. for me, that's kind of huge because I don't like being busy. Yeah. But I was way too busy. And I remember when I came out of COVID, I started to do that again. And I quickly was just like, oh, okay, hit the yeah. brakes. Yeah. So, yeah. I can, I can, I kind of have mixed emotions on that. Yeah. Like I, I, uh, I remember I got some, um, I was at Costco cause I had gotten, toilet paper and a bunch of other stuff and i had gotten these cookies that i first learned of these cookies on a flight oh i think no at a conference at a conference they like had these like special kind of cookies and they're like shortbread type cookies and i was like oh they're really good and so i got i saw them at costco and so i bought a huge pack of them i think i still have them um from covid yeah from like two years ago oh my and God, uh, i mean i haven't probably right. probably how covid got here right. and i remember did the cookies come from china no okay. i they were actually like european cookies so i mean they're really good okay um and <clears throat> i remember i would get some of those and i would get me a diet coke because I'm, you know, I'm strictly water and coffee, and I would get a can of Diet Coke, which I, you know, because we weren't going out. Normally, right. I only drink, like, soda if I'm out somewhere. We weren't going anywhere. Yeah. So the only way I had soda was through a can of Diet Coke. Okay. So I had my can of Diet Coke. I had my little cookies, and I would sit there, and I would watch The Last Ship on Hulu, <laughs> which was about a pandemic and a virus outbreak. <laughs> and and it it... It follows like the ship is on like radio silence for like six months. Right. And then when they get off of radio silence, 
they realized that like <laughs> this pandemic has happened and their mission was actually they didn't realize it but they were going after the cure for the virus oh my god uh, it was it was pretty it's a pretty entertaining show yeah um and all of that but i remember like oh this is kind of nice that i have like this small thing and yeah. not all this activity that being said i think that there is a health to the busyness a certain yeah. amount of busyness yeah, I, I think it's good for kids to like yeah. stay active and to stay like doing stuff right and so you know it was nice for a season right but it brought me when I came out of it back to because then I went kind of I feel like I was going back to super busy again. Yeah, yeah, and I it agree. Kind of brought yeah. me back down to like, hey, you need to find some middle ground here, mm-hmm. where a, a mix of like busyness and and you know steadiness and right. like rest and so that was kind of a good thing that came out of it right. for me. Also, at the beginning of COVID, I watched I Am Legend several times. Oh, did you really? Because it very it felt very much like I Am Legend. Right. Yeah. I mean, it it, it did have a certain degree of right. Like, yeah. What is going on and what's, you know. Yeah. All of that. And and and, and the, I think the biggest lesson that it taught me is that like stuff can change on a dime. Yep. Like stuff can shut down on a dime. It's like we think that oh, this is just kind of how life is like Yeah. in but 24 48 hours. It was all like stopped. It was literally and that's what was so eerie about it. Was it, it was just like every all of a sudden everything right. was like it's here head for the hills right that's crazy yeah all right our verse of the day first thessalonians chapter five for what can i do for you <laughs> i apologize that email is manish.stl at gmail.com feel free to send shane your hate mail send some goat pics rejoice oh verse 16 Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks. That's what I circled in my Bible. And what it means is that find something to be thankful for. No matter, put your phone down. Put your phone down. (laughs) No matter whether it's in COVID or no matter what's going on, find something to be thankful for. Because I think being thankful... It's it's a very helpful. I feel like we talked about some things that we were thankful for in a roundabout way after COVID. Yeah, that's true. In that circumstance. That's true. You know what I'm thankful for, Jason? You're thankful for goats. I'm thankful for goats. This is this has been great. This has been great. <laughs>